Right now, if you're entering the real estate market as either a buyer or a seller, it can really feel like you're rolling the dice and hoping against hope to hit a seven because it's it's one of these one of these times when it comes to real estate. And in a way, you are. There's no guarantee that the housing market is going to stay stable or continue to go up. If you're looking to sell a home, who knows what the right time uh, to buy or sell is. It really looks like house values are headed for maybe a plunge in the not too distant future. Maybe it's six months. Maybe it's a year. Who knows? Uh, the bottom line is you need to have someone who really is familiar with what's going on and can help you with the biggest financial transaction you're probably ever going to have. Uh, a few years ago, Glenn started a group called Real Estate Agents I Trust, and it was designed as a free service for you where you can connect with the nation's top real estate agents and make sure that you have the best one in your area, the best of the best. Make sure to go to realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Find the best agent for you, no matter where you are in the country, whether you're moving to a new area for a new job, whatever it is, realestateagentsitrust.com. Take advantage of this maybe once in a lifetime market because who knows how long it's going to last. realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Radio show starts in just seconds. Welcome to the program. I am on fire today. I have a personal message to Mr. Barack Obama in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, you know what today is? It's uh, Get Your Identity Stolen by Cyber Criminals Day. Yay! Actually, it's every day that we could celebrate that because cybercrime and identity, identity theft is happening at a record rate. Every day, we put our information at risk on the Internet. Every day, every day, your phone sits by the bed with a little camera most likely pointing to you. Every day you write a text or an email, you want everybody to know exactly what you said in that text or email because there will be no secrets. You know, what's happening to these giant corporations can happen to you. No one can prevent all of it because it's happening so rapidly and so it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Did you know they they attacked the, uh, uh, the Congress, cyber criminals? They held their communication uh, apps at uh at bay and and hostage did you know that if it can happen there it can happen to you if it can happen at the pentagon it can happen to you this week better than black friday sale at lifelock save up to 35 percent off your first year at lifelock.com with promo code back hurry the sale is seven days only go to lifelock.com use the promo code back and save 35 percent don't wait offer ends june 13th all right let's get right into barack Hussein Obama. Oh my gosh, is that racist that you would say that? No, that's his name. We're going to talk a little bit about what is racist and what is not racist. And I come to this with a new understanding. Thank you, Jesus. 
Yesterday, Barack Obama went on Anderson Cooper's show, which, of course, would be the place where he'd get a lot of pushback. Barack Obama said certain right-wing media venues are stoking fears and resentment of white people. (gasps) I wonder who he might be talking about. There are certain right-wing media venues, for example, that monetize and capitalize on stoking the fear and resentment of a white population that is witnessing a changing America and seeing demographic changes. Uh, I don't really ever think of that. I never think about that. I don't really care. What I care about are the values that this country had. He said these media venues do everything they can to give people a sense that their way of life is threatened and that people are trying to take advantage of them. (gasps) No. Yes, yes, yes. And they exploit it for their own political gain. Oh, my gosh. Well, Anderson Cooper and CNN wouldn't know a darn thing about that, would they? He had to be shocked. Oh, my gosh. Everybody at CNN must have been, what? People would take advantage? They would think about ratings? They would think about money? Oh, my. And they all rang their hands in despair. Here he is yesterday on CNN. There are certain right-wing media venues, for example, that Mm. monetize and capitalize on stoking Mm. the fear and resentment of uh, a white population that is witnessing a changing America and seeing uh, demographic changes and and do everything they can to give people a sense that uh, their way of life is threatened and that people are trying to take advantage of them. And we're seeing it right now, right, where uh, you would think with all the public policy debates that are taking place right now that, you know, the Republican Party would uh, be engaged in a significant d- debate about uh, how are we going to deal with the economy and what are we going to do about climate change and what are we going to do about... Mm. Lo and behold, the the single most uh, important issue to them apparently right now is critical race theory. Who knew that 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 was the threat to our republic? Hmm. You did, because yes, sir, you are a Marxist. So you did know that. That is the way of life that is threatened. It's not about money. It's really not about money. You keep focusing on money. It's not about money. It's about a way of life. It's about a dream. It's about a, it's about a place where a man can chart his own course and others may disagree with it, but he can chart his own course without an overseer, without a master in Washington telling us exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The New York Times editorial board has a member, Mara Gay, She was on yesterday on MSNBC, and here's what she said. We have to figure out how to get every American a place at the table in this democracy, but how to separate Americanness, America, from whiteness. Until we can confront that and talk about that, this is really going to continue. I was on Long Island this weekend uh, visiting a really dear friend, and I was really disturbed. I saw, you know, dozens and dozens of pickup trucks with uh, you know, uh, explicatives against Joe Biden uh, on the back of them, yep. uh, Trump yep. flags, and some cases just dozens mm. of American flags. 
which you know uh, is also just disturbing because essentially the message was clear it was this is my country this what? is not your yeah. country oh i own this oh my god and so until oh we're ready gosh. to have whoa, that conversation whoa, whoa. This is going to continue. Okay, stop. Wait a minute. Dozens of American flags. She saw them and she was disturbed that people would do that because she associates, and I quote, she equates the American flag with whiteness. That's weird and very disturbing on Memorial Day weekend to see dozens of flags. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. Yeah, you see, uh, by the way, do you know Mara, uh, Mara Gay? Because I didn't. And until I saw the video, I had no idea what color she was. Do you, do you know if she's white or black? Do you know? Yeah, most likely not. Are you still outraged? If, if, it was, if it was a white person, if it was a black person, would you be shocked or outraged at what she said? See, it's the content of what she said. It is the content of a character, not the color of their skin but why quote a now racist a now well-known racist martin luther king mr president former mr president mr obama because you're just a regular citizen again so mr obama i have to apologize to the american people we loved baseball until CRT took it and destroyed it. We loved our mothers, but they're not mothers anymore. They're now just, quote, birthing people, end quote. We loved our cars. We loved Chevy until Chevy couldn't make any more cars until the Chinese parts and Chinese chips arrived. The only thing that you have left on the table is the apple pie. But because of your idea of modern monetary theory, what it is doing to the U.S. dollar, many can no longer afford that apple pie. So you've pretty much destroyed all of the things that we've always thought were good. That's not race. I think I, I believe Jackie Robinson is one of the greatest players uh, ever in baseball. So it's not a white game now, is it? Mr. Obama, you lied. You used the IRS to hunt down your enemies. You spied on the media and your health care package, which was supposed to save every American $3,000 per year, has helped some, perhaps, while raising the cost of everyone's health care in double and triple digit percentages. But the worst thing that you did is you planted, you watered, and you protected the Marxist seeds by crying race. You claimed it was racist to call someone a Marxist. I know because I called you a Marxist and I was called a racist for it. Wow, that's weird that calling someone a Marxist would be so racist when so many now are openly proudly calling themselves Marxist. And you know who they are? Your friends at BLM. Are the, do you disavow those Marxists that want to destroy the American family? You see, again, it's not about our money. It's not about our economy. It's about our way of life. Yes, you equate that to jobs and businesses. I equate that to a family. And a government staying out of my family when there is a group like BLM whose stated goal is to destroy capitalism. 
That's a problem. When their stated goal is to destroy capitalism and the nuclear family, that's just plain out evil. But you know where that comes from because you had Marxist friends that you hung out with. You know where that came from. That came from Marxist. That comes from critical race theory. You see, Mr. President, uh, I was ignorant 10 or 12 years ago. You see, I didn't go to any of your fancy colleges to be carefully taught. I was never in with the popular Marxist crowd. I didn't sit and discuss Marxist theory. I was out working. That's what I was doing. I was building something that you had absolutely no part of. Yeah, that's right. I and millions of others did build this. You were attending Marxist meetings and Marxist churches. Yeah, I, I didn't attend a Marxist church where critical race theory and collective salvation had replaced the Sermon on the Mount. And by the way, if you now reject Jeremiah Wright, where do you stand on our new senator from Georgia? I haven't heard you speak out because he doesn't deny any of it. Critical race theory is a Marxist theory. There's no science to back any of it up. It is meant to destroy the family, to divide races, and to destroy capitalism. It teaches our children that whites, and I'm quoting, are parasites and incurable racists from birth. But what's even more insidious, it teaches black children, Hispanics, and other minorities, you know, except for Asians, that they'll never make it because of, of racism, systemic racism. By the way, Asians don't make the Marxist cut because they believe in the American work ethic, not the white work ethic, but the American worth ethic, that we're a meritocracy. It's never been the white dream. It's always been the American dream. Man, I would love to debate you someday, sir. Boy, I would love that. But you can't even say my name. Because I can outdo you on the sins of this country. And I have the proof. I have the documents. I have the hard facts. Yes, I even, I even have the chains and whips used in slavery. I can outdo you on how bad America has been any day of the week. But unlike you... I can also tell all of the great things about America in detail, not platitudes. You see, I still love what the flag stands for. I don't love the flag. Go ahead, burn it. I don't care. I love what it stands for. I think you're an idiot to do it, but I'll fight to the death for your right to do it. I love and hold sacred the meaning behind every U.S. soldier's death. I hold sacred those who died in the Civil War, like my family, fighting for freedom of people of another race. We're the only country in the world where white people killed other white people to free black people. But you can't recognize that. You see, I don't see color. And that's not racism. That's Martin Luther King. You know him, the man that you had his bust in your office for eight years. But now, for some reason, you and your minions are telling us through CRT that what he believed was wrong. Wow. Wow, that's weird. It's almost like you didn't believe any of this stuff. Uh, by the way, you, not me, said that at some point, 
you've made enough money. I would just like a number on that, sir. Because I don't have a house in the vineyard. And yet you're accusing me of being the rich fat cat. Um, I don't have a, a vacation house in the vineyard. And you know what's really crazy? According to C, uh, CRT, you shouldn't have been able to accomplish that. And what an accomplishment. I mean, for a black man, according to CRT, you were in debt. You never had anything. You were held back by all your student loans where you were overeducated in nonsense. But by your own description, own description, you now, you now are a guy who were just waylaid in debt until you were elected. And once leaving office, just a short five years later after you leave, you have enough to buy that home as a vacation home. That's weird. Do you have enough money yet? Should we take the rest of it away? And by the way, this is also really odd. You believe that the coastlines, as we now know them, are going to be gone by perhaps 2030. Wow. Doesn't that purchase of that vacation house on an island put your family in danger in just a few short years? Now, I'm not going to address it as an investment because, boy, that investment is gone once those coastlines are gone in just nine years. What a waste of money that is. But Marxists don't really understand investments. And yes, several times I have called you a Marxist and it isn't racist. It's true. By any account in the world run by uh, run by normal people that are not Marxists. CRT is racist. But don't ask me because, of course, I was born racist and I, I'm an incurable. But let's say we ask the Chinese over in Hong Kong, who have now been silenced by the Marxist communist Chinese government. Perhaps they can't be counted on by you because, you know, they're Asians. Marxism is evil, and I and others will continue to stand against this evil. And not because it's you saying it and you're black. I don't care who said it. Marx was white. He was Jewish, a Jewish anti-Semite. He's as white as white can be. I say it because he was wrong. He was evil. We stand against evil, not for the almighty dollar, not for our jobs, because it is right. Sir, you do have a problem with white culture. You are a racist. And how do I know that? Well, I didn't understand it back 12 years ago. I just sensed it from you. But now I know it because CRT is racist. Period. Thanks for dropping by, President Obama. Okay, let's talk about Omaha Steaks, shall we? Oh my gosh, Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks, if you go there now and type Beck in the search bar, you ordered Dad's Get Out and Grill assortment, the package will include 59% off, and it includes 20 entrees he's guaranteed to love. Things like ultra-juicy burgers, plump chicken breasts, side desserts, four 10-ounce butcher cuts New York strip steaks. We're talking steaks that have been aged 30 days for maximum flavor and tenderness. Plus, get four free New York strip burgers with 
with your order. Do it right now. Again, it's a 59% savings. In some places, I mean, I'm up, I'm up here in cow country, and it's so expensive. One of the grocery stores isn't even carrying beef ribs anymore because they're so expensive. Save yourself some money, get the best in the business, and uh, put it in your freezer. And not just for a special occasion, just for dinner. OmahaSteaks.com. OmahaSteaks.com. Go there now. Use the keyword Beck in the search bar. Get the grill out, uh, the get out and grill assortment, plus four free New York Strip burgers and 59% off at OmahaSteaks.com. Keyword Beck. 10 second station ID. Hello, Stu. Glad. Oh, I have so much more to. I have so much more to say. Um, uh, in fact, talking to Tucker Carlson last night, and uh, uh, they're sending up a satellite truck way up here in the mountains, just so I can say more, <laughs> because I have a lot to say to President Obama. A lot. He has an interesting view of uh, of the history of the past few years. It's. Uh... <laughs> It's, it's he does, a, a, he? Riveting, a riveting revision of what actually occurred. Yeah. Yep. He says that, uh, I mean, in most of the stories I read yesterday, um, I thought he mentioned me by name because of the way the stories were written, because it talked about Glenn Beck, who called him a racist. Obama now says that uh, it was it was that was the turning point where he couldn't accomplish anything. He was loved. He was loved by the whole country. All white people loved him until I said that. And then, whoa, whoa, then things turned around and people realized oh, he's black. I must hate him now. No, sir. No, sir. I'll take it as a badge of honor that pointing out who you really are uh, helped destroy your ability to get things done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yes, I accept this award. You really hate me. You really do hate me. Thank you. Uh, however, uh, that's not that's not even close to true. Uh, what what is true is people saw that you said you don't you don't build this. That I think you have too much money at a certain point. Uh, that I'm just trying to help everybody by redistributing what you have. And now the insanity, the insanity that we could sense from you, but we couldn't label it. We couldn't point our finger to it because you didn't have the balls to introduce it. CRT, critical race theory, which is completely racist. This is uh, more in a minute. Mm, if you like those Marxist tales, I've got more for you in a minute. Um, Mindy writes in from Florida about her dog's experience with rough green. She said, it's about a month since I got rough greens for my dog, Polo. He's six years old. He's a Manchester Terrier mix. I've been waiting to write a review because I can't believe the difference. I adopted Polo five years ago, and he's always had a sensitive stomach. Oh, Uno does too. For the past year, he wouldn't eat his breakfast until he ate grass first. And the rest wasn't pretty. Boy, do I know this story. Uh, I heard you talk about rough greens and decided I'd give it a try. I gave Polo his first dose with his evening meal the next morning, and ever since, no more grass. Everything is back to normal. Thank you for a great product. 
Rough Greens isn't a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food, and it has everything in it to make them healthy and to help them eat. Uh, you can get a free bag of Rough Greens right now for your dog to just to try out for a week. All you pay is for the uh, shipping, and if your dog likes it, then go and order a month of Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I want to I want to take you down a road. I want to remind you of a little bit of history. It is important to be bold. It is really important to be bold, but it is important that you are bold with facts and knowledge. So let me take you back to 1928. Now, this is five years before Hitler took Germany down the road of collective Marxist socialist madness. While the New York Times and politicians embraced fascism and communism as the new scientific way, in fact, wouldn't report on stories from Russia because it just was part of the process it had to happen. Stalin began plotting what he called collectivism. That's bureaucratic bullcrap for I'm going to steal all the private property in the name of communism. It was part of his, quote, revolution from above strategy, where centralized Soviet government would control industry, especially agriculture. After all, the Communist Manifesto itself refers to free trade as the single unconscionable freedom. It's scientific. It was new, and it was a replacement for capitalism. After all, thought the Marxist, capitalism has failed. And what's more, it's at the root of all suffering and inequality. It's horrible. Well, within four years, collectivization resulted in the horrific deaths of tens of millions of Soviet farmers. They're usually the first to go. So Stalin decided to take a different approach. Well, I mean, maybe the right people weren't involved. I, maybe I didn't go far enough. After all, I'd only tried it on farmers and peasants. You know what? What about a bunch of city dwellers? I bet I could drop a bunch of city dwellers into a barren land, give them some tools, give them some supplies, you know, and wind up with a self-sufficient community within two years. Let's try that. This is exactly what Karl Marx a white guy. Exactly what Karl Marx imagined in Rule 9 of the Communist Manifesto. That to raise the proletariat to the position of the ruling class requires a combination of agriculture with manufacturing industries. And the gradual abolition of all distinction between town and country by a more equitable distribution of the populace over the country. So according to Stalin's dictate... This would involve cleansing the urban centers of undesirables, mostly in Moscow and Leningrad. Sure, many were criminals, sure. But many more people were guilty, uh, guilty of seemingly a harmless crime. <gasps> Not having a passport. Did they get their vaccine? Not having a passport. An internal passport, you see. But the passports were hard to get. So as soon as the secret police were issued a prisoner quota, people in Moscow and Leningrad just started vanishing. We've got to get.
gather up some of the local folk and put them in the middle of nowhere and see if they can build utopia. Oh, where's dad? I don't know. Where's the 12-year-old girl that was snatched from a subway platform while her mother was buying bread? How about the 103-year-old man on his front porch just enjoying a breath of fresh air? Come here, old man! The young man who stepped out to smoke a cigarette while his wife was getting ready for their movie date. When she finally got to the porch, he was gone. The father of two that never came home. The pregnant woman. She had the passport in her hands, yet she was still snatched by the police for not having a passport. Well, they were all loaded into a train, as Marxists usually like to do to people. Loaded onto a train, en route to various labor Siberian camps. A lot of people. But each was given a fist-sized clump of bread. Yeah. Um, most people lost that fist-sized clump of bread on the train to all of the criminals that were there. The criminals were stockpiling it. Soon, the labor camps were overcrowded. Prisoners were dispersed randomly to various patches of barren land. Go see what you can make here in the snow. That included the 5,000 prisoners who were loaded into four lumber barges and shipped up river to a place that was about to become known forever as Cannibal Island. It was a 500-mile trip through icy waters and torrential snow. When they got there and they were dumped off, there were no structures. There was no housing. There was no electricity. There was snow for as far as you could see. It was an icy wasteland that no human had ever lived in. Well, they were dumped off the ship, and as the ship was pulling away, they were like, have fun, everybody! You know, make sure you build a shelter really quick. Uh, wait, we don't have a saw, we don't have any tools. Bye-bye, can't hear you now. They didn't have any tools. They barely had energy. A third of them were too weak to even stand. So they slept in the snow that first night. That first night, 295 of them died. Being city dwellers, none of them had any idea how to farm, but it didn't matter because the ground was frozen solid. As for supplies, well, Stalin wasn't a monster. He gave them 20 tons of flour. Nothing to mix it with or nothing to cook it in. The criminals took charge of the flour, of course. They all ate flour until their teeth fell out, and dysentery overtook them. Well, the camp was overseen by two commanders and 50 guards. You know, we have to watch these guys. That old man, that 103-year-old man, is he still alive? And that little girl that was snatched from the subway? Boy, we got to guard her. The guards, by the way, weren't better off, really. They didn't have shoes. They didn't have uniforms. Some of the prisoners fashioned boats from branches and tried to escape, but none of them could navigate the icy waters. They were hurled back to shore, dead or flailing. And the guards decided they were going to hunt them like game. Within a week, within a week, the prisoners began resorting to cannibalism. They would first eat the dead and then because most of them were criminals anyway, the roving gangs dragged the any dying prisoners to fires and roasted them like chickens. Prepare yourself. One woman barely survived after her calves were cut, not, were cut off and eaten. 
Within three months, the majority of the prisoners had died or just vanished. This is only one, just this one of the little Marxist experiments in new science. Who knows how many lives were taken like this? The one thing we do know for sure is that just like the fascists in Germany, who were also socialist Marxists. Yeah, national socialist. That's what the Nazi party stood for. Yeah. Just like with the national socialists under Hitler or the Marxist communist socialists in the Soviet Union. It has one theme that is rooted in the idea of Karl Marx. Life means nothing. Life means nothing. Or as Marx says it, the duty of each citizen is to sacrifice themselves for the good of the movement. So those people who were just disappeared, those people who just were shipped off on a log barge, well, they were just, they were experiments. And it was good to find out that that wouldn't work. Freedom always hovers between what could happen and what needs to happen. We like to think that our freedom is irremovable from us, but it's not. You're on the edge of losing everything that really matters. I don't mean your house. I don't mean your money. I mean your freedom, your right to think differently, your right to believe that all white people, all black people, all Asian people, all any people, are not born bad. You're about to lose the right to believe in meritocracy. It's always possible and becoming much more probable every day that unless we stand with facts and with an unshakable voice, and an unbendable spine, we will be stripped of our freedom. It will happen. It always does when Marxists are in control. And make no mistake, Joe Biden is not in control. The Obama administration is in control. Joe Biden is, is going to be remembered as the guy who was too feeble to do anything about it. But I'm sorry, I don't believe that Joe Biden would actually put into his budget instead of mothers birthing people. That just doesn't seem like Joe Biden to me. But it seems like all the people that were around Obama and are all around in the White House today. Freedom is always lost when Marxists take control. You notice nobody is calling themselves a democratic socialist anymore. How come nobody's talking about the great things in Sweden? No, 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 they're not democratic socialists. They're all Marxists now. And they will destroy, as Marxists always do. Marxism denies freedom. It denies independence. It denies the individual. Despite what the Marxists say, it even denies solidarity. Now, if anybody asks you for proof... Ask them how much they know about Cannibal Island.
All right. One of the things that we have to save, and I really, I learned this uh, up at my uh, mother-in-law's house when my brother-in-law died. We were going through her pictures, and they were all starting to fade so badly. And I said to Tanya, I said, we we have to digitize these. We have to, um, because they're all going to be lost soon. Here's what Legacy Box does. Exactly that. And they've helped almost a million families digitally preserve their past. They bring new life to old media by unlocking those trapped family members, putting them in a modern digital format that's easy to use. It's a simple mail-in service. All you have to do is put your videotapes, your camcorder tapes, film reels, uh, your pictures preserved on a thumb drive, a DVD, or in the cloud. They transfer all of that crap. I have formats that I don't even recognize. I I don't even remember that machine. They do. They put it on a thumb drive or a DVD or in the cloud. Now, what are you getting, Dad, for Father's Day? For me, I have been asking for a long time for uh, my kids just to go through all of the pictures and uh, sort through them, because we have thousands of them. Sort through them, as I want to be surrounded by great memories of my family. Get started preserving your family's legacy today. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Get an incredible 50% off your first order. Buy today and take advantage of this exclusive offer and send it in when you're ready. Legacy Box is great for you or someone you love. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck and save 50% while supplies last. Tonight on Glenn TV, Biden and the far left are quietly dismantling our republic. Little by little, industry by industry. Policing, military, education, immigration, the economy, our voting system. Glenn exposes the agenda that will destroy everything we love about America. Watch Biden's hostile takeover, the Great Reset of America. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Oh, I am really glad that you're here today. Whew. It's been a pretty active 45 minutes here of the uh, pro- program already, and we haven't even gotten started yet. Uh, take on Dr. Fauci coming up in just a second. And Stu, I know that you covered uh, Fauci yesterday uh, in your, uh, on your show, uh, you, on your TV show, you, you, you uh, kind of laid out some of the facts there. Yeah, we really, we noticed. went through uh, almost from beginning to end the media reaction to the uh, suppression of information on the uh, COVID lab leak uh, into really the investigation that was going on behind the scenes in the Trump administration and beyond. Uh, and then, of course, now kind of the media turnaround, which has been remarkable uh, to watch. But I mean, you know, I mean, Think about this. The CDC director, CDC director, was saying he was getting death threats for mentioning the COVID lab leak, not from crazy people online, but from oh. other scientists. Huh. Now, why would those scientists feel so strongly about that particular topic of the Wuhan lab, do you think? <laughs> Do you think so? I don't know. There's uh, seemingly a lot of money that was flowing uh, all around uh, this type of oh. research. And, you know, I mean, oh, okay. it really is the, the details behind it are 
are pretty amazing. And it's nice to see that, I guess, now a lot of uh, people are starting to take this seriously. But the, the cover up and the suppression of this information to the point where there are multiple people on record saying that they were told they should not bring this up because it would open up a big can of worms. Uh, obviously, the death mm-hmm. threats, we, they were told uh, in official briefings and official memos that they shouldn't talk about this in any way because it might give it credibility and that would create problems for us with with China. And on and on and on and on and on. And it's the sort of stuff that normally would be the biggest story. I mean, the CDC director was well, being threatened by other scientists. Yeah, Do you I think know. this would be the well, biggest story in the country? It's almost as if one of the biggest attacks on uh, our democracy uh, happened during COVID uh, by scientists. Isn't that weird? Uh, because they're, they're threatening public officials uh, from trying to find out the truth. Uh, they're they're threatening those in the government, making sure that silence remains. It's almost as if that was a a threat to our democracy, isn't it? Still saying I I don't. The only threat Maybe. to democracy it only happens once a year on January sixth. That's the only time democracy. Okay, ever all right, good, good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. Can you imagine if Trump supporters would have been doing that? Uh, they would have just called them hillbillies, reckless, and we got to round them up. Uh, right. These were your educated class of the scientists that were threatening the lives of public officials. Hmm. Are we going to see any investigation on that or who those people are? This is the Glenn Beck Program.